0: welcome to another edition of espresso jams i'm so glad you're here i have with us today jason wilson and jason is the founder of circle of friends club and we're going to talk about that it's an exciting thing that he has going on and is is such a benefit to so many people welcome to the show jason welcome welcome uh, thanks for having me Joe. <laughs> hey it's it's great to have you here Jason. Where do you hail from today?
1: Well I'm, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia but um, I've been living in Columbia for the past 20 years now.
0: Oh wow. Oh man we've got cold weather and rain here in Raleigh. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, bet it's we're, a little different there.
1: Yeah where I'm at it's like 85 degrees every day.
0: You're hurting me, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Espresso Jams. Short, concentrated, delicious conversations about business, technology, and entrepreneurship. If you're just starting out on your business adventure or you're a seasoned business professional, I'm sure you'll find value in these short conversations. Espresso Jams is brought to you by Texable providing the tools, insights, and transformative structures to help you reach your business summit. I'm your host, Joe Matz. Let's get started. So, you run a club called Circle of Friends, is that right?
1: Yes. uh, The original vision was, back in 2011 when I founded it, uh, was just an events company. We would help uh, single professionals expand their circle of friends. Okay. Um, Yeah, but over the years, it's basically transitioned into a completely different thing. Um, We're a mental wellness club now, and we still have events to help people expand their circle of friends, but we also help clients uh, to find the correct therapist or coach for
0: them. Okay. Now, you are your own business owner, correct? That's your business, right? Yes. Yes. So let's let's roll back the clock a little bit, Jason. The question I would love to ask my guest is was there any indication in your younger years that you would have your own business?
1: No. Joe, in the beginning, um, like all my friends, I wanted to be either a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> but <laughs> but all my close friends, you know, their dads were doctors at my school. So I wanted to be a doctor too. And one of the popular shows in that time was Saint Elsewhere. So, oh you guess. know. Yeah. So, you know, we used to watch that every single night and go back to school and talk about that. <laughs> OK.
0: <laughs> so when did things change for you? So things changed for me
1: uh, when I was in college. I went to Morehouse College in Atlanta. And um, during school, I worked at a private health club. And, uh, you know, fitness has always been a passion of mine, but um, I was really, really passionate about working out with weights. and. Um, I was really passionate also about helping other people with their exercise programs. So I became a personal trainer. Okay. And, uh, from there, you know, uh, I started my own business as a personal trainer and I was really passionate about that and I did really, really well. So I was in the fitness field for about 10 years and, Uh um, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the fitness field.
0: Yeah. Well, I see a trend from being a doctor, wanting to be a doctor and a lawyer. That's helping people. And then, being a physical therapist is also helping people, and now I think if i if I might jump a little bit, you're helping lots of people with your circle of friends club right, yes, absolutely amazing, yeah,, so, yeah, so tell me a little more about the Circle of Friends Club, if you would well,
1: it's a huge vision, Joe, and um you know I have to do this in stages, so i I found out this year that what I'm really going to focus on is. Transferring my website, uh, where I have about 200 people that are in my circle right now, Um, but I'm going to focus on the connection between the therapist, coaches and clients aspect of the business. So um, I think that an important part of that is that for clients, it's not really easy to find the right therapist or coach for them because of personality conflicts and other conflicts. Um, so you're going to have a, 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 a way to find the correct therapist or coach based on personality and some other uh, aspects.
0: So what type of coaches are people looking for?
1: Mm, mindset coaches, um, a coach where uh, it can help you to have a space where you can express Feelings that you've had for years that are bothering you uh, and causing depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation, and other mental health issues. Okay. So it
0: sounds like sometimes they need a coach, sometimes a therapist. Right. Okay.
1: Now, are these... Go ahead. Depending on the gravity of the situation.
0: Sure. Sure. And are these people, are they business owners? Are they... Do they have jobs, as executives, or are they in certain industries? I would say it's a, it's a combination of, of all of those. Okay. Yes. Okay. So it's, and how would someone know, Jason, if, if getting involved with the circle of friends is the right thing for them?
1: Well, again, uh, these are people that have found it really, really tough and difficult to find the right therapist, a coach. And, um, you know, the majority of, of the therapists and coaches are found through LinkedIn.
0: Mm-hmm. OK, so they've yeah. tried it on their own a little bit, maybe even hired a coach and found out that they didn't get the results that they wanted and and kind of decide they need some help, figure out they need some help finding the right coach or therapist. Right. OK, yeah. You know, I'm I'm kind of a DIY guy. I like to do things on my own and. And on my own. But I find out that just consulting that space between my ears isn't enough all the time. Most, or perhaps most of the time. So <laughs> got to reach <laughs> out, expand that, that wealth of knowledge that's out there because there's lots of people, I believe, who can help you along your path. Absolutely. And it's so, so neat and so, such a great service that you're helping folks do that.
1: Thank you so much.
0: In the beginning, you said that you had a different orientation for Circle of Friends and that it evolved over the years. Was there any point where you woke up and said, whoa, I've got to pivot?
1: Yeah, that actually happened during the pandemic. Oh, okay. And, and uh, during the pandemic, <laughs> I was actually in Bogota. Right now, I'm, I'm about four hours outside of Bogota. But um, during that time period, I was actually helping a friend of mine manage his English Institute in Bogota for a couple of weeks. And it just so happened that it was two weeks before the shutdown. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So anyway, I was staying at his apartment while he uh, went back to the United States to be with his family. And um, during that time, I said, uh, "Okay, well, I'm in this apartment and I'm completely shut down. I can't go home what am I going to do here? And God gave me this idea. Okay. Start a podcast. So that's what I did. And, um, I organized, um, actually a group podcast with, uh, Ray Leonard Jr. The son of sugar Ray Leonard Jr.
0: And the boxer. Yeah. Would you like to get in front of more of your ideal clients and at the same time, build your brand and create evergreen content? Well, you can do that with podcast guesting. This very moment, you're listening to a podcast that may have been published today or three weeks ago or three years ago. In a very real sense, you're engaging with the speakers, hopefully enjoying yourself and learning something new at the same time. And you're getting to know the guests and how they help their clients, their customers, and the problems that they solve. You may even be their ideal client and want to learn more about them and download one of their free resources you can find in the show notes or maybe even become a client of theirs. See, when you're a guest on a podcast, you will enjoy that same kind of engagement. It is perhaps the easiest, most cost-effective way to get in front of new audiences.
1: Yeah, so uh, Ray Luna Jr. came to my event, and um, it was a a small event. There were only about six people at this event. And um, (laughs) 10 minutes before this event started, Joe, there was a blackout in my neighborhood and we lost the power and I couldn't do the event. I was scrambling, trying to figure out what I was going to do. And uh, I finally got in touch with Ray. He said, Jason, you know, don't worry about it. This kind of thing happens when you're trying to do something positive. Mm -hmm. And then maybe five minutes later, the power came back on and we were able to do the event. So it was great. And, uh, from there I started to do interviews on my own. And, um, the next interview that I had was with, uh, the keyboardist from the Isley brothers, wow. Chris Jasper. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I don't know, it was just like a, a chain of events that happened after that. Um, but then I, I also got the idea of restarting the whole idea about circle of
0: friends. Okay. Yeah. So. You started the podcast and got some great guests there in the beginning. That's absolutely amazing. What a great way to start a podcast. Yeah. And that inspired you to
1: do what? So that inspired me to create my own podcast show, uh, which was Living on Purpose podcast. And um, so I did a series of interviews and I got in touch with James Hagler who is the son of Marvelous Marvin Hagler, another famous boxer from the late 80s, 90s. He was the middleweight champion of the world at the time. And um, so I asked James, would he be interested in being my podcast co-host? And he said, yeah, Jason, sure. So then we we had that season of interviews and then um, we stopped the season and I created Victory Circle Podcast, which which is my current podcast show right now.
0: Okay, wow. Yeah. Now... Looking back at with the experience and success that you have today, what do you wish you knew a few years ago that you know now? I think I would say social media
1: management and podcast editing. Podcast I wish I
0: hadn't. <laughs> no yeah. Ed-
1: yeah, because I started a media company where I actually produce podcast shows for my clients. And um, I also do podcast editing and social media management. So I wish I had known that three, four years ago.
0: Why? Well,
1: of course, you know, I would be in the position now where I have people that work for me doing this activity.
0: <laughs> so you'd, <laughs> right? be fur- you'd be further along the path than you are today.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I'm okay. a one man show right now.
0: <laughs> OK, Oh, that's a lot of work. Um, and I yeah. know editing podcasts can be a lot of work. Sure. 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 But it's a lot of fun, too. I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, that's so that's so important. But Jason, um, how would someone now we talked about um, folks who who have tried to do things on their own and they they get a little bit frustrated. How how do people find you?
1: Um, They can find me through LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn a lot. Uh, That's where I I do the majority of my engagement with uh, my community. Uh, But I'm also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. But I, you know, again, I spend the majority of my
0: time on LinkedIn. So let's talk about engagement on LinkedIn. What have you found gives you the best engagement on LinkedIn?
1: Well, that's a good question. You know, what I found out this year, Joe, was a newsletter.
0: A newsletter.
1: Yes. And I had no intention of, of doing a newsletter this year. But again, God gives me, you know, ideas and encouragement and direction. So he said one day, um, you know, you've got all these articles that you've written before. You can create a newsletter and repurpose some of those articles. So that's what I've done. And it's working like, you know, like clockwork.
0: So is it a newsletter that's published on LinkedIn?
1: Yes, I published my my newsletter on LinkedIn. uh, But I, I think that it's a good idea for people that want to start a newsletter to have the newsletter, uh, where you can have your your client base on your website receive the newsletter on a regular basis as well, uh, because in in all actuality, you're not you're not the owner of of the the clients that are that receive your newsletter through LinkedIn. If something were to happen to LinkedIn, you would lose all of those those contacts.
0: Right. So. So you do the newsletter on LinkedIn, but you also make it available through on your website, and maybe um, do you send it out to your clients and, and folks in your circle? That's correct. So an email list.: Yes, also..: okay. uh-huh. Yeah, I've, I've always heard, and I, I'm a firm believer in you have to own your list. And when you're on LinkedIn, LinkedIn owns your list.: Right. Because if, if they decide, to, like you said, to shut down, or you're you're no longer uh, persona di grata, right? Does that, does that that? <laughs> Did I say that right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, there are horror stories of people who have lost all their contacts on the social media sites. So the the email list, if you're listening today, and you've got to get your email list out there.
1: And yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you this, Joe, um, this year, uh, about a couple of months ago, my LinkedIn account was shut down for like a week. I couldn't get in. What did you do? <laughs> okay. So I found out that um, I had Circular Friends Club included in my name on my profile page. Okay. And, you know, I was having a conversation with a lady on LinkedIn and all of a sudden, my my account was was shut down, and I was locked out of my account, and I couldn't get back in. And so, in order to have uh, access to my account again, I had to go to Twitter, uh, to the LinkedIn Help page on Twitter, send them a message, and I got a response back within less than the, than a day, and my account was reinstated in, in 24 hours later.
0: So uh, that's so interesting because I had heard that people were being shut down because they had their business name in their profile name. Yeah. But I never met someone who had that happen to them. That happened to me (laughs) until today, until today. (laughs) I'm sorry that happened to you, but I'm glad it got resolved quickly. Yes. But it's, it's just a lesson that, you know, we need to own our own list if we're involved in marketing of any type. Exactly. Jason, we we got off track a little bit, but that's such rich information about LinkedIn and and what you found engagement with the newsletter. That's that's exciting. That's something I didn't know.
1: Yes. And, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things you can do with that newsletter. You can write a story. You can include episodes of your podcast. uh, You can feature someone from your community. And that's what I usually do. Oh, that, that, that gets a lot of engagement.
0: Okay. And I'm sure some of our listeners want to know about that newsletter. So we'll have that, con- that contact information in the show notes. Excellent. Yeah. This, this has been a great conversation, Jason. Is, is there anything that, that you would like to leave for our audience today?
1: Yes. And um, that would be that no matter what vision that you have for your business, um, you have to have a why that keeps you consistent. Um, that helps you to persevere through tough times because, you know, uh, like you said earlier, Joe, you know, your business is on a cycle and, um, you're not always going to be on the end where, uh, your income is, is where you want it to be. So you have to be prepared to go through those times. And, um, for me, it's always been about my relationship with God. And, um, you know, that's my why. That's that's what gets me out of bed in the morning and keeps me encouraged and motivated. Um, It's knowing that everything that I do is for him. And uh, that keeps me consistent.
0: Okay, very good. Thank you so much for that. And do you have a free gift or something that our our listeners can go to and and learn more about what you do and, and help them along their path?
1: Yes, um, I can give them uh, a link to my Calendly and you can have a a free interview.
0: Oh, super. That would be great. Um, And I would encourage you to, if you like what we said and it it touches your heart here, get in touch with Jason. Great guy. Fun to talk with. We've had a lot of fun talking and I've learned so much. Well, and again, those links will be in the show notes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jason. It has been wonderful having you on the show. It's
1: been a pleasure, Joe. It's been an honor. Thank you so much for having
0: me. Thank you. And bye now. Bye-bye. Learn how you can be a guest on the right podcast and engage with your ideal clients with the free resources available at Gapologist.com.